Welcome to Raid Podcast Legends, a weekly podcast all about Raid Shadow Legends. If you'd like to get in contact, send an email to raidpodcastlegends at gmail.com. G'day, Legends, and welcome to episode three of Raid Podcast Legends. Still just blown away by how original and just awesome that name is raid podcast legends Mm-mm-mm. clever anyway my name's greg mad capsules whatever the hell you would like to call me it doesn't really matter i'm just the guy talking to you what did i get up to this week in raid shadow legends well it was a busy week of farming really um truth be told i did spend some money but I mainly wanted to get some gems so that I could unlock my mine and the rest of my sparring pit. So I definitely did that. I've fully maxed out my mine and I've just unlocked each of the slots in the sparring pit. I don't know whether I want to level them up. It's a lot of gems in the end, but I've still got a shitload of gems. I can probably level it all, all up. I don't know. I don't know how much it costs. I've never sat there and worked it out, but... We'll see, we'll see. I'm just saving it for now, holding on to it and seeing what I'm going to do with it. So, yay me. Um, of course, I did get some shards with it. Uh, wasn't necessarily specifically my intention to get shards, but I was just looking for what the best deals were to get gems um, that came with some other stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, I can't remember what I got, but it, it was all right. I got a couple of, um, I think it could have been a level 40 pack, something like that. But I got some gems. And I got some coins. Not that I really need silver. Um, And I got some mystery shards and some poiples. Some of the void ones. So given there was a summoning event, I gave it a shot. As a result of making some purchases and getting some extra shards, that did mean that I came fourth in my group for the summoning event which surprised me and i had a bit of a giggle to myself but hey cool i got two free uh, rare books to use so i needed those so i used them what did i get the best news that i got this week i got my first legendary yay me interestingly it did not come from my purchase it came from a mystery shard before i spent any money go figure the stuff that i got when i spent money not much um the mystery the mystery the legendary that i got not the greatest legendary sadly more to macabre his name is a yumi love website has him as a c grade legendary which made me a little sad but i i wonder to myself is a c grade legendary still better than for example a b gade b b gade b grade epic how does Ayumi Love split that up? Is a C-grade legendary better than an A-grade or an S-grade rare, for example? You know, in my opinion, all of the grades should match. So if it's C-grade legendary, it should be on par with a C-grade epic or a C-grade uh, rare. I'm not so sure it is because he's a bit of a beast. He doesn't have the best tool set, but he's pretty tough. He comes pre-built at five stars. Uh, of course, I'm talking as a new player still. I've probably got a couple of hundred hours under my belt now, but I'm still a new player. Um, and I haven't 
really got a lot of other dudes up to five or six stars so that I can really say, okay, he's not actually that tough. He just seemed that tough because he was my first legendary. I guess we'll see. But if anyone knows the answer to that, please let me know. And where can you let me know? Of course, you can hit me up at info. How have I forgotten the name of my email address? It's not at info. I've got too many podcasts. I've got three. You can hit me up at raidpodcastlegends at gmail.com and tell me the answer to that. <sighs> Sorry, everyone. Brain stopped mid-sentence. How embarrassing. Anyway, as a result of the shards that I did get, I did sort of score myself a couple of other things and my computer just made a noise just to annoy you. I am clever enough to do this every damn week. So I did use my shards, of course, and I got another two frozen banshees. I already had frozen banshee and a whole bunch of other things that I already had. I guess the best thing that I did get was a Gorgorab and a Zelotar, if that's how you say their names. They're both epic legends. I got a few epic legends, some of them not great, but those two seem to be pretty good. They look really interesting. Their kits look pretty interesting. So I'm looking forward to giving them a bit of a shot. I haven't really given them much of a shot yet. So we'll see. The best thing that I got this week, and I would say it's probably even better than the legendary I got, is Miscreated Monster. So I was really happy. And part of the reason I ended up buying a pack with a couple of extra shards is because of the special summoning event that is out at the moment. And I'll talk about that in the news. So I ranked up Frozen Banshee and Miscreated Monster to five stars because, well, I want Miscreated Monster to be six stars ASAP, but five, got to start somewhere. Five stars was enough. So they're both really good. That means that I am actually able to progress a lot more through the game. So I've now three-starred all of the hard campaign missions, and I've almost finished the last mission in Brutal. That boss just tends to kill all my guys. Actually, my guys all tend to get killed before they even get to the boss, which is why I'm failing at the boss. So I've got to figure that out, but I will get there. I will get there soon enough. I also started Faction Wars. So you might remember last week I mentioned that I might start Faction Wars. I'll see what it's all about. And I did start it. And I'm, I'm actually quite interested in Faction Wars. I don't have a lot of good champions in each of the factions so i can only get a couple of missions in here and there but i think it's a good extra thing that i can do to play i don't really understand the glyph system just yet i understand that you use them to enchant your weapons and give yourself a little bit extra oomph in certain stats that you want um but i don't exactly understand how it works and i haven't used any glyphs yet i'm holding on to those until i can sort of figure things out a little bit better but i did start that and it was fun and my clan boss damage since I've got uh, Frozen Banshee and Miscreated Monster has really progressed and I've jumped up to almost 3 million just on the clan boss on easy for one key. But if you remember last week, I was only at just under 1.5 million. I've more than doubled my damage output. So that's pretty awesome. I'm pretty happy with that. So yeah, just did a whole bunch of leveling this week. Yeah. Not planning on spending any more money anytime soon. Um, I'm happy with what I got, but I will be talking about that a little bit later. Anyway, on to the news. What happened this week? Not a great deal. They did mention that the Arena 3x3 
is coming and they've set up a test environment and they asked for a thousand users to take part in that. So I would imagine that that's happening pretty much right now. Hopefully the thousand users have been chosen. I didn't put my name in the hat because I haven't played enough of the game. I barely understand how arena works, for, let alone arena 3v3. What does that mean, even? Arena 3v3? Is it three players versus three other players? Or is it just you choose three champions and it's against three other champions? Different kind of balance. Who knows? I don't get it. I don't get it! Find out soon enough, I guess. But it sounds like it is confirmed to be coming with 1.16, which will hopefully be coming at the start of June. We shall see. Um, on top of that, there is, of course, the times 10 summoning event for Knight Revenant Champions. That means you have the same chance of getting a champion, <clears throat> uh, an epic or, uh, sorry, an epic or a legendary champion. But if you do get an epic or a legendary champion, you have 10 times the chance of getting specific champions, which is why <coughs> and this cough is giving me the shits. It's not the Rona, I promise. But that's why I got miscreated monster. So I was lucky enough to roll myself an epic. And because there was a 10 times chance of getting a specific dude, I ended up with one of the Knight Revenant champions. And he was actually the only one that I really, really wanted out of all of them. I know that some of the legendaries are also supposed to be pretty good, but I didn't care. I really just had my eyes on miscreated monster because he's cool i feel sorry for him because he was miscreated and he's a monster anyway last up the void tower now i talked about this last week and it seems that nobody knows what's happening with it it was expected in the next update but now of course arena of three by three is confirmed but nobody really knows what's happening with the void tower i mean it's still in there it's still in the dungeons it's you know, still got a lock on it, so it can't be going away forever. Mm-hmm. Unless they decide to remove it forever. That was my phone that farted, I promise. But, yeah, a couple of YouTube guys have suggested that perhaps it has been cancelled indefinitely. Hmm. We'll never know. We'll never know. I guess we'll find out eventually. <coughs> All right, throat, start working properly. That's it for the news, really wasn't the most eventful week um but you know it isn't exactly the most eventful game as yet i don't know i've only been doing this for three or four weeks Jeez, calm down it's only the third episode discussion this week is going to be about microtransactions now i know i have talked about them in the past but now having spent money and having had a good look at some of what is on offer i maybe have some more things to say about it for example what I want to talk about today is whether or not I think Plarium are too aggressive, um, how I feel about my purchases now that I've spent money, and do I feel that they're even more aggressive when you spend, which is an interesting thing to say, but it is something that I've heard people saying when looking it up in Reddit and things like that. Now, in terms of aggressiveness, this game is right up there in your face when it comes to suggesting that you make purchases as you know when you log into the game you get three or four offers bam popping up in your face after a couple of hours another one will pop up Uh, once the refresh time uh, for all of the events in the game comes along 
another thing will pop up in your timeline. And it just, it frustrates me a little that they're so in your face with here, bye, 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 bye. Um, I don't necessarily like it. I think it is a little bit pushy. And if you've got a good game, people will buy regardless. And that's what I think some uh, developers need to learn because that is the absolute truth. If you've got a good game and I think Raid Pod Podcast Legends, that's this, that's this awesome podcast. Raid Shadow Legends is a good game. I wouldn't be playing it and I wouldn't have a podcast on it if I didn't think that was the case. So I really think they need to lay off a little bit and let the game guide people towards buying things. They've already built a lot of things into the game that does sort of push people towards making purchases. Uh, the energy thing that I have complained about in the past. I'm actually finding it's not too bad because once you get into the flow of things, you do find you get a good 500 energy maybe per day. Maybe you get three refills. So it depends on what your, um, what your account level is at, but yeah, you get a fair amount per day. You don't really get enough to, to do some proper farming though. I mean, I can't, I can get say three, level three two-star dudes up to three-star and that's about it on on one full energy um three stars i need two full lots of energy to get three three stars up to a four star so and that means i still have to have three stars in the first place that i can feed to those three stars after i fully level them oh man too many star talk so energy i think yeah i think it's still a problem and it does push people towards spending cash. Uh, in, But I, I like the fact that you can just buy them with gems. So um, I still think gems are the place where uh, they should be pushing people towards. I don't necessarily like shards um, as a purchasable item simply because I think they are essentially loot boxes. You have no guarantee over what's going to come out of them. So I think I like shards being a reward in game, but I don't think they should be a purchasable item. It's a, it's a tough one. Um, yeah. Having spent money now and getting shards, getting void shards, for example, and opening up those void shards and not getting anything that I see any immediate value in. So I've got two or three new void champions now that I'm just like, I don't care about them. I didn't want them. Really all I was looking for was cold heart. Let's be, let's be honest, but still I'm sure there's plenty of other void champions that are, that are pretty good. I mean, there's Fellhound. that's void, isn't it? Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a bit disappointed after I've spent money and got nothing. And I know I said the same thing a couple of weeks ago, so I obviously didn't learn from it, but I kind of did because I was deliberately purchasing what I wanted. So I wanted to get value from my purchase and I wanted to see value in it before I made the purchase. And the shards were not really the main aspect of value that I was going for. It was really the gems. <clears throat> So I'm happy with what I purchased. 
I'm not disappointed. I think I got what I got was worth the value that um, it has given me back, I guess, because that's what you want to get from it. This is a free-to-play game. The game has value in itself, and if you purchase something, you want to get additional value, but I don't want to cheat my way out of not playing the game. So that's where I think the artifact packs go wrong. The artifact packs are doing exactly that. Why play the game and grind for certain things when you can just buy them? Buy a six-star artifact pack. Congratulations. I mean, the good thing is, if you look at builds for a lot of characters, you're going to need more than just one six-star artifact pack because, you know, you might have a, a champion that needs one life set, one defense set, and one something, one offense, offense set. I don't know. It's just an example. So all you're using from that set that you purchased is two items, two artifacts. Um, but still, at the same time, I think it's you're sort of cheating yourself out of playing the game by, by purchasing that. And it's not going to get you exactly where you need to be with just one purchase. So I think they're a little bit deceiving, deceitful, if you like. I don't like those. And having spent money, I think they start to push more purchases onto you. I've started to notice more pop-ups, I think, happening on my account than were previously happening. I can't say this 100% true. I haven't actually sat and counted, but it feels to me like I'm getting more pop-ups since I made a purchase. And if that is actually the case, I don't think that's right. You know, be happy that you've got people making the purchases. And if they want to purchase more, let them make that decision for themselves. I guess what I'm coming back to is the packs themselves. I don't think they're too bad. I'm not a massive fan of packs that are offering a lot of energy because it's like, oh man, you should be just giving energy for free. That's how I feel about that. I'm not a massive fan of, of packs that are really focused on shards or even books because I think that's sort of both in both cases, it's a little bit um, loot boxy. I mean, books are different, but when you use a book, they don't necessarily rank up the spell, the skill that you wanted to. So that's why I say it's a little bit loot boxy. <clears throat> So I guess what I'm saying is, if you're a developer, make a good game first. And once you've made a good game, do the right thing by your players and they'll do the right thing by you. I think Plarium would make more money if they stopped pushing things in people's faces. It's hard to say though, because if you stop pushing things in people's faces, you are almost definitely going to see an immediate downturn in sales because... Pushing things in people's faces at the right time, when perhaps they might be ready to spend, you are going to get those impulse purchases, um, which is what they're sort of looking for by pushing those in people's faces. But I still think that there's validity in not pushing things on certain people. I think you'll get more people and you'll get better return over a longer period of time if you allow your players to make the decision. Because if you allow your player to make the decision, it's on them. And they've already sat there and thought it through 
and they're going to buy things. And I think there's people out there that are immediately going to, t- to be turned off from buying things if you push it in their face. If you don't push it, those people will make purchases. The people who were already going to make a purchase that are going to make that impulse buy, they'll still probably buy most of the time. But what you're getting by not pushing things in people's faces are all of those people that, that get turned off by having those pop-ups. I don't know if I made any sense. I feel like I made sense, but I also feel like I confused myself a little bit. <laughs> anyway, that's how I feel about it. I I don't think Plarium is doing anything intrinsically bad by what they're doing, or even extrinsically bad by what they're doing. I think they're just being a company that has made a video game and knows they need to make money back. So they're trying to think of the best ways for them to encourage people to make purchases. Consumers see that as being not necessarily encouraging, but forcing or uh, whatever. But I, I don't necessarily see that myself. I think what they're doing is just testing a few things and trying to, to get people to buy stuff. But they should take the, a leaf out of other successful free-to-play games, such as Warframe, who doesn't force anything upon people and lets people make that decision to make uh, to make purchases themselves. Of course, there are gameplay aspects that force people to think, how can I do this faster? And that's going to make people buy as well. But there are no pop-ups in Warframe. Nothing's there going to say, hey, we you aware of this pack? Why don't you buy it? Um, and I've spent many hundreds of dollars on Warframe, which is a free-to-play game, game, and I do not regret any of it. So just saying that, Plarium, I know you're not listening because I've got only like three or four people who listen. Shout out to you guys. Um, yeah, think about it, Plarium. Never know. Three weeks from now, maybe I'll suddenly have like a thousand listeners and Plarion will be one of them, but... Hmm. Anyway, another thing I found a bit shady that fucking annoyed the hell out of me this week, and it's completely off topic, it's not got nothing to do with microtransactions, challenges, the quests that you do at the start of the game. How freaking annoying. Not only does it make you farm for stuff, it makes you farm for a four-star gauntlet with HP percentage as its primary stat. For st- on, on a uh, specific uh, mission. It's hard enough to get a four-star item out of those missions, let alone a four-star item with a specific base stat. I reckon on some of them, it took me up to a hundred runs to get the one thing that they wanted me to do just for a challenge. And it's not even something that I wanted to achieve. It's something the game forces upon you. I thought that was a little bit cheap. I understand what they're doing by doing that. They're trying to teach people to farm for specific items. And then they try and teach people, put those specific items on specific um, champions. And you'll see how that influences their stats. But Man, cheap tactics. The good thing is they reward you with energy, and sometimes you'll find that you get it first roll, but that time it took me about 100 runs just to get one 
specific item. It really, really annoyed the hell out of me, clearly. I'm still frustrated by it, and it happened a few days ago. But, <laughs> whew, that's what I wanted to say. Anyway, I'm still really enjoying Raid Shadow Legends. I'm still playing it daily, all day, every day, pretty much. Um, and I'm enjoying the new things that I'm getting. I'm still hating the grind a little bit. I still think there's a lot of things that they need to do to redesign the user interface to make it a lot easier to navigate. Maybe that's what I'll talk about next week. But hmm. anyway, that's it for this episode. Please, if you do enjoy and you want to get in contact, send me an email at raidpodcastlegends at gmail.com. That's all one word, raidpodcastlegends at gmail.com and tell me what you think of the show tell me if you think there's a segment i should add tell me if you think there's something i should or shouldn't be talking about etc please if you want to support the show click like click subscribe share it with other people you think might be interested and leave a review on itunes or anywhere across the internet that you're able to leave a review that will really help me out thank you once again and i'll see you again next week bye